Hello, this is Rafael Davidovich, and welcome to Tanya Tuesdays, our weekly class covering a chapter of Tanya per class. We are now Perak Yud Dalid. This is chapter 14, where the Baal Tanya is continuing to discuss the concept of the Benoni. And the Benoni, he says at the beginning of the chapter, this trait, this characteristic, this rank of being a Benoni, is the rank to which everybody should aspire. The phrasing in the Hebrew is, He midas kol adam. This is something to which every single person should aspire. Vachareha kol adam yimshoch. Everyone should strive to be a benoni. You might ask, why not try to be a tzaddik? A tzaddik is obviously a higher level. So the Balatanya says, because being a tzaddik is really not necessarily in the realm of every person to aspire to. Being a tzaddik, meaning totally winning the war and vanquishing the Yetzirah so that the Nefesh Bahamas, so that the animal soul is either eliminated or totally converted to be a higher spiritual level, is something that's a gift from above. But trying to be a Benoni is something that everyone should aspire to because being a Benoni isn't about totally defeating the Yetzirah entirely, so the Nefesh Bahamas is utterly transformed. It's about the more realistic level of making sure that one's thoughts, speech, and deeds are in accordance with what Hashem wants. So that a person tells himself, I do not want to be a Russia even for one moment, because being a Russia means being separated from Hashem Echad, and I don't want that for a moment. I don't want to be separated from Hashem for even a moment. Rather, I want my neshama to be close to Him, meaning that every expression of who I am, thought, speech, and deed, is connected to Hashem, connected to His Torah, connected to His mitzvos. Whether I feel it deep down or not, the fact is that this is just something, this is a constant struggle, but I am willing to engage in that struggle all the time. However, to totally defeat or convert the animal soul to be what he said earlier, totally disgusted by the concept of doing an Avera so that it makes a person just want to vomit. It's just so disgusting and so hateful to him. This is something that is only given to a few people in every generation uh, Chazal say in a number of places that the Balatanya quoted that this is something that is a gift. So now the Balatanya in the second half of this chapter says, we can now understand the original quote that started off this book. Chapter 1, when it said that a soul is told before entering this world, be a tzaddik and do not be a rasha. So what does that mean, be a tzaddik and not be a rasha? What he's saying is that, look, you need to strive to do the right thing. That's what it means to be a tzaddik. But not everybody has the mishpat habachira, meaning not everyone has the free will to be a tzaddik in the full sense that he actually despises and is disgusted by that which is against the Torah. So at the very least, do not be a rasha. In that, you do have free will. You do have license. A person can exert control over himself, his thoughts and his speech 
and his actions. So then why does it say be a tzaddik if being a tzaddik isn't within a person's control? So the Balatanya says, even though you might not be able to ultimately become a tzaddik in the full sense of the term, as the Balatanya said earlier, however, a person needs to establish times to do a little focus. If you want, you can call it meditation, or you can just call it time to think. And what should you think? You should think that at least intellectually, you can appreciate that you should be disgusted and hate the concept of doing something that we would be rejected by God. So a person could imagine if he has a Yitzhahara, whether the Yitzhahara is for forbidden relationships, or the Yitzhahara is for uh, eating food, the treif food, that he can imagine to himself that something might look appetizing, and a situation or relationship might seem very appealing, but imagine that the end of all of those things is utter destruction and decay and disgust, and going to the bathroom, and smelly, and in this kind of way, one could imagine that kol tanuge olam hazeh, all the pleasures of this world, if someone is a chacham, and exerts sufficient wisdom and forethought, he can see that in the end, it just all leads to decay, decay, and worms, and maggots, and, and garbage. And the opposite of rejoicing in the presence of Hashem, involves contemplation of how wonderful Hashem is, and how desirable that is, and when thinking about this, a person can be in fulfillment of that original oath, to be a tzaddik. And Hashem will then decide to maybe grant him that ability to be a tzaddik. Because, after all, if a person thinks about something often enough, and makes a habit of something, then it will become second nature. And the expression second nature is actually used in the Hebrew. Vinasa teva sheni. It's very interesting. I always thought second nature was an English expression. And yet here we have in the late 1700s, where it obviously was a Hebrew expression. Teva sheni. And if a person practices this, then Hashem can grant him a gift from above that he could uh, have a whiff of this concept and perhaps have a... Tzaddik's neshama, a very interesting idea, or Tzaddik's ruach, the, the spirit of a Tzaddik that can become imbued within him so that he can achieve this level that is generally only given to Tzaddikim. And with this chapter, in a way, the Balatanya now concludes the thought that he began in chapter 1. So he will continue the concept in the next couple of chapters, but it's a wonderful thing to really see the summary of this whole section of how chapters 1 through 14, which we have just concluded, really sum up one general, beautifully constructed, conceptual map of what a Benoni is. And we'll stop there for now. Thank you for listening.